In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink with me. And I don't have to say all the way from East Bridgewater. No, she's right here in the room with me. (gasps) Really? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The lead investigator for East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, the blonde bombshell herself, and Runway Kerrigan. Good evening, everybody. Hi, Ron. So it's really weird being with you. It's very odd. Yes. But, but luckily, we have put someone <laughs> in between us. We're within striking distance tonight, folks. Stand back. <laughs> uh, we are broadcasting live from the lovely but notorious... Beautiful. Murder House, the Lizzie Borden mm. Murder House. I like calling you. Oh, with us is the proprietor of the Lizzie Borden Gee, Murder thanks. House is uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Leanne Wilbur. Oh, hello, Ron. Hello. Good to talk to you again. It's been a while. Oh, thank you for coming back. Right. And if you can't reach him, I can. All right. Okay, good. Uh, thanks. Thanks a lot. You, you know, you're out of luck tonight because there's two blonde women on this couch with you. All right. Yep. Oh, she's blonde. She's blonde, too. Crap. You are outnumbered, man. <laughs> and anyways, uh, I, I mentioned it as the murder house. I mean, are you offended by that? No. 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 We, we're called a lot of things. Murder house is probably the tamer of the, of the uh, <laughs> names we've been uh, really? described as. And this is, I mean, this is real. You can actually rent home rooms here. Uh in fact, you can rent the place where the bodies were, one of the bodies work. Yeah, uh, Mrs. Borden's room, uh, the room where she was found is called the John Morse Guest Room, most popular room in the house. But even better, if you want to, you can rent the entire house out for yourself. Ooh. And sleep anywhere you want that to. That would be fun. Really? Mm. The whole house? The whole house, yes. And so you it can be yours for one night. Can you party until it's 1999? <laughs> party like it's 1892. There you go. <laughs> so, I mean, how did you ever end up with the uh, first of all? I mean, this is really crazy because this is probably, I would think, the most notorious house other than maybe Emeryville Horror. That could be what is that one? And Emeryville, Emeryville, Amityville, Amityville Horror Amityville House. Horror. Yeah, yeah, right. So, I mean, other than that, I think the Lizzie Borden perhaps is, 
Yeah, Little I Springs, can't think Europe. of any other houses. That I know there's like... the Verlachi murder house or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, Basilica. Basilica. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> actually, but this, you know, I mean, when you look about it, it's it's either that or this. I mean, they got to be like. Beliska. 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 That's it. I know it was we don't care. Okay. We don't care. But we're at Lizzie Borden's. So right. Yes, we don't so, care. I mean. <laughs> Since you bring it up. It, it's really cool. First. <laughs> well, all right. It's really cool. First of all, that you're preserving such a great piece of history. I mean, because it is history here. It's a lot of history here, and we're very lucky to have been able to preserve the house to keep it intact for those who are interested in both the history and the notoriety of it. Um, it's a lot of work, a lot of work. But uh, seven years, seven years this week, actually, we've had this place. Wow. It's the anniversary. All right. Mm-hmm. Should we sing happy anniversary? No, don't sing. Uh, Come on. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. All right. No singing. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> well, if you want an anniversary to sing about, uh, Monday, the 20th, was Lizzie's acquittal date. Oh. Ron, my, my son, it was actually drove down here with us in Fall River. We are in Fall River, Mass. Yes. And uh, he did mention that to me. And, of course, he's my son, so I never listened so to him. So you didn't anyway. believe him? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Good I could back you up. Nice dad. It was only on this day in history on Wikipedia. Uh. <laughs> oh, so like Wikipedia is... Reliable. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well, apparently it is this time. Fine. So. As long as it's not something that people argue politics about. Whatever. So, anyways, this is a uh, a real treat for us. Uh, I was here. God, I can't remember. It's it's been about three years. Is it really? Yeah, about three years. Oh, cool. Is it? Has it been four? It's been a while, man. Yeah. I had you originally, I, when you just first bought this house, I had you on my old Ghost Chronicles radio show on WCCM. Mm-hmm. That was and, seven years ago. Yeah. Wow. You're but good I, with that. But I think it's been, yeah, about three or four years since you've actually been in the house. Yeah, we came with the uh, English group there, uh, Haunted Devon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think Gavin Cromwell was here as well. And, uh, yeah, it was an interesting time. Uh, did you ever did you ever see the video that was on the internet of Maureen throwing upstairs? <laughs> I think I missed that. (laughs) He did a nice cleanup job. (laughs) Or did you just, you know? Actually, there's a true story. I mean, and um, we have we have Byron Jackson on next week's show, right? I'm not sure. Already? Hello, you're my co-host. Well, I haven't looked. I have, let me look on the Hello. schedule. Yes, right. If I you, can look in the schedule. If, if you want to look on our schedule, you yes. can certainly go on to our, our Facebook page, uh, which is what? Ghost Chronicles dash Next Generation. Like us. Or or pretend you like pretend us. Pretend you like us, as Ron likes to say. And you can find out everything we do. And if you are chat room shy, um, just, you know, ask us questions there because I have it open right now and I man it all night or I woman it all night. So um, let's see. Next week is Byron Jackson. There you go. Ding. So anyways, he was with us at the time and we were shooting up in the murder bedroom, which you are familiar with. In fact, I think there's a bloody thing on it. Yeah. What's up with that? I have uh, I have a couple of different coverlets um, for that particular bed. I try to li- I try to keep them all approximately the same and uh couldn't find one of them and the other one was desperately in need of being washed i wash everything all all the bed linens 
all, all the coverlets at least get washed every week, no matter what. The bed linens, of course, get washed every time someone sleeps in them. But I couldn't find the other coverlet, so the only other one I had is the one we used for August 4th, and it just happens to have blood stains on it. <laughs> and somebody asked, they want to know where we were. I mean, that's, we're at the Lizzie Boyden house, the Lizzie Boyden house in right. Fall River, Massachusetts. And we're sitting on a couch with Leanne, the owner of it, and what's her face? But not and the couch. No, you, no. Should, the you, couch. Should, you should have set up in there if yeah. you wanted that one. Uh, we were told to go here. You know, we always do what we're told. <laughs> <laughs> the the hacking couch or whatever you want to call it. That's in the other room. <laughs> we'll sit there later. But did you see the couch? If you, I did. If you look at the murder scene and you look at that couch, you'd swear that is the original couch. But awesome. There's subtle differences if you look. <laughs> we can't hear you, so don't talk. <laughs> Ron, either come over here or don't talk. <laughs> uh, there, there are subtle differences, but I found the best and most appropriate sofa for my, my sitting room. <laughs> As I was saying, if you look closely, the furniture is very close, but it is different. But Leanne's done a bang-up job finding stuff as close to original as possible. Awesome. Now, I don't know... Um, your whole backstory. Can you tell me how how did you come to own this place? Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a very long story? <laughs> no, no. No, it's a good um, story. Uh, eight years ago, I brought my boyfriend here for Valentine's Day. Oh. It was the most romantic thing I could come up with at the time. And I figured we had only been dating a few months. And I figured if he could, uh, you know, find the humor in me bringing him here for Valentine's Day, I think we would have some you know, pretty awesome times together in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we did come. We, we stayed overnight. We enjoyed ourselves very much. It was a full house that night. We stayed in Mr. and Mrs., Mr. And Mrs. Borden's bedroom. And uh, yeah, next morning we went on our merry way. Well, a couple of months later, I'm at work one morning when he called me and he said, guess what's for sale? Oh, wow. He saw it on the news that morning that the house was going to go on the market. Ooh. And he said, uh, you should buy it. And I said, huh? oh, you <laughs> should buy it. You should buy it. No. Uh, I, it, was, it was a cross between you and a we. Oh, we should buy it. And I said, uh, what are you talking about? He said, you'd be perfect for that job. Wow. And you are, by the way. You oh, really are. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, seven years later, seven years actually this week is uh, how long we've owned the house, and I'm still here. Wow. And uh, so just kind of, I mean, I mean, I would call that fate that, you know, that. Half a chance? No, fate. She's fated to own this. Well, I look at things as I'm, I, if I told you what I've done in for past jobs, you would just stare at me. So you were a bouncer. <laughs> give me a chance here, there. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. He's still within arm distance. Go ahead. Arm distance. Um, I tend to switch careers every few years, very violently and just violent directions. Um, before this, I worked for a certain vitamin company. Uh, for about five years, and prior to that, I drove tractor trailers. Oh my God! Holy moly! Wow. And prior to that, I was a waitress, and before that, I was in college and student, and wow. on you go. But mortician? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have friends who are morticians. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Actually, that's one but of the I always, yeah. I, I always look at it um, I'm, as where I am in my life. I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I think I'm where I'm supposed to be, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Yet. Me neither. I don't either. There, we have all that in common. <laughs> but is, is there a rumor that they were supposed to leave, like, did something in the basement? No, not Martitian. They made coffins or something, right? No, not in the house. Mr. Boarding. Yeah, but isn't that one of the rumors that went around? That's a big rumor only because of the Elizabeth Montgomery movie. Uh, oh. It shows Mr. Borden embalming a body in the basement. In the basement. Mm-hmm. And right. that never happened. He... He was in woodworking, and the natural natural progression of that in the 1860s during the Civil War was coffin making. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Very lucrative during okay. the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. People are dying for the product. <laughs> but no, he never built a coffin or embalmed a body in this house. That did not happen. Uh huh. Wow. Well, that's good. Now I, I know that that you. I may have embalmed a body. Uh, we're not going to go into that. <laughs> we're not going to go into that right until yet. <laughs> now, now, I also remember, and, and I think this is from a previous conversation with you, something about somebody came here, I forget what TV company or something, or and they, they sprayed it with lube and all underneath mm-hmm. the thing. That was scared. Was no. That? Scared to that. No. They, yeah, that they was, may have done that. that I was, missed it. This was before that. This was oh, before I bought the sorry. house. Yeah. Oh, before. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, it's not all about scared. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go on. Fine. Fine. Okay. So yeah, yeah, they did do that, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's. I mean, every time, or every so often, you you go on either Travel Channel, Discovery, or something. There's always a little bit about the Lizzie Borden. I just say a little bit because sometimes it's a lot, sometimes it's a little, but you know what I mean. We get around. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've noticed your uh, your face a couple of times too. How so? On the TV. Oh, oh yes. Okay. I get around too. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> so now you've had the house for seven years, and oh wait a minute, I just realized it. Do you still have the kitty care? Oh yes, he's lounging out in the office at the moment, though. Oh, uh, okay. Max is. Max spent. Uh, Spent a busy day hunting and killing for mommy. So <laughs> you gotta love time him. to rest on. You gotta love him. And and the weather's pretty bad outside. Yeah, so this time dismal. this time of day he would usually be wanting to go out, but it wouldn't be a Ghost Chronicles live broadcast, I've decided, unless it is raining or snowing. It's gotta be some kind of weather. Some kind of weather. What do you say? But at least it's easier to get through the rain than it is the snow. Oh, that was the other one. Ron whatever. curses me, I swear. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to do a live broadcast. Oh, look, a foot of snow. <laughs> and he end over. The rumor I heard was he curses everything he touches. Ah, that's it. That's it. See? It's my dumb luck. I'll ignore Love that. Love you, Ron. I ignore that. <laughs> so anyways, you have been here seven years, and you have actually experienced quite a bit yourself. Oh, yes. Yes, I have. And when you came in, let me start as you first come to the Lizzie Borden house. Are you really convinced of the paranormal and everything at that time? Not when we took over, no. I, yeah, I'm interested in ghost stories and, and paranormal, but I was never into the paranormal like some people are. Mm-hmm. And I heard stories about this house from the former owner. 
And I was, okay, that's that's nice, that's interesting. <laughs> Went along, and uh, about a week into it, I had my first experience in the basement. <laughs> Went down to the basement to switch the laundry over, and this is middle of June. It's it's not cold outside right now. I walked up the bottom step of the basement stairs, and it felt like I walked into a walk-in freezer. Mm. And I took a couple of steps and walked out of that sensation. And as soon as I did, it felt like somebody ran their finger down my back. Mm. Wow. And does it to me all the time. <laughs> so I turned around, went right Just back up the it. stairs and grabbed one of my employees and said, uh, can you come with me? <laughs> you go do the laundry. <laughs> Just, just, just come down and, and help me switch it over. She's like, okay. Didn't tell her for about three weeks what happened. Oh, oh wow. Speaking about, I just put my K two meter on because uh-huh. that's the other thing. You must now you must be like a an old pro to all this equipment that goes to have, right? I'm familiar with it. I don't yeah. own any myself though. So that was your first experience, and then I assume that it only got and more interesting. More interesting. And you can share some, or it's just like a oh, saving it for the still, book, or is still? that the story? <laughs> I was in, uh, well, if you're familiar with the history of the house, some of you might know that there was a building attached to this house uh, up up until just a few years ago. And it I was am called, so glad to see that going, too. Yeah, so are we. Oh. <laughs> now I have actual sort of green things to mow. <laughs> <laughs> But there was a building attached to the house back in the 20s. And when the McGinn family bought it in the 40s, Mr. McGinn put his business in there. It was called the Larry Press. So when we bought the house, our project was to tear down Larry Press and uh, restore the house and rebuild the barn and put a parking lot in for the guests. So uh, we didn't have guests one night. And I was in this bedroom, uh, bedroom. I was in this room. Mm-hmm. on this very couch that you are sitting on. Ooh. And I had pulled that very TV out, and I had put a movie in for Oh, come me. on. Wait a minute. It's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Victorian LCD. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I didn't have guests, and I was sleeping over that night, so I had set myself up here on the couch with my pillows and blankets and some really bad movies. You can fit in this couch? Oh, yeah. Sure. I'm smaller than you. Oh. And this door was open. Mm -hmm. We used to use the overhead light. I don't use it anymore. I used one of the old Victorian parlor lamps that's on the table out there. That mirror right there was not there at the time. About 3 a.m., something woke me up. And I'm lying here, drifting in and out, and I'm listening to the taxi driver's chat across the street who used to hang out there at the time. And I'm looking out into that hallway at the banister. Because obviously we have a very good view of it. I can see it. It's a banister. Sure can. Well, with that (laughs) overhead light on, uh, it illuminated the front entry here very well. Mm -hmm. That was the only light on in the house at the time. And it took me a moment to realize that the shadow I was looking at at the foot of the staircase walked up the staircase. Oh, wow. And as I'm trying to process that bit of information, every light in that chandelier blew out. It got very, very bright, like a power surge. Oh, my God. And then about, about for a good three to four seconds, and then every light just went out. So now I'm alone in the house, alone in the dark. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I got off the couch. I picked up my blanket. I picked up my pillow. I stood in the middle of this room. I said, you win tonight. I found my car keys, and I went to sleep in my car. Oh, <laughs> my God. Wow. 
Oh my god. But it's probably yeah. You have one since then. I might have done that. I think so. Really? <laughs> yeah, because she's still here. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and the dead can't yeah. hurt you. That's true. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Most, not not in this house time. anyway. <laughs> we, we have. They a, can mess with you, but they yeah, won't hurt yeah. you. There's actually an interesting comment in the uh, Facebook, uh, not the Facebook page. What page are we on here, Ann? Um, this is the on chat, chat room. Okay, right? Chat, yeah. Uh, by the way, if you do have a question for us, you can come to the Tojinet chat or the uh, Facebook page and leave a thing. But uh, Kat, who is from Canada, uh, she heard uh, the first broadcast because when we were here last time, I actually turned that into. Did you ever hear it? No, I don't think you sent it to me. Well, it was on iTunes. You can I'll send you a copy. Jeez. Hey, hey I just, you just got the book. I mean, goodness. Give me a break. I'll read the book tonight. I'm slow. <laughs> But anyways, she said that after she heard the broadcast, it actually freaked her out. And uh, she's not usually a wimp, but she says mm. she's never set foot in this place, but it scares the crap out of her. <laughs> it used to unnerve me at times, but mm-hmm. um, I'm used to it now. I, I think of it when I hear things in the house to having a roommate you just never see. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I mean, I, I work with Lighthouse Preservation. I mm-hmm. do a lot with Lighthouse Preservation. And, uh, of course, the ghost part of it. <laughs> and we do these ghost tours and everything else, and people say, well, why do you do it? We've raised quite a few thousand dollars for Lighthouse Preservation. And they always ask me about it, and I said, well, it's about time these damn ghosts started to pay their own way. And so that's <laughs> kind of what's going here. And, ooh, we have a new guest, so we're going to have you on after the break. Hi. We have, who, who is this, Leah? This is Liz. She is our house psychic. She comes in and... Um, We'll do readings for our guests. Really? And uh, table tipping. Table tipping was very big with the Victorians. Mm -hmm. Yes. So uh, she does table tipping and private readings for our guests if they're interested. So, I I mean, we got about a few minutes, a couple of minutes to break or whatever. But you know what? We never really gave out the story of the Lizzie Borden house. So I think that's... What what is the Lizzie Borden? What is the story? A quick synopsis of it. I mean, we could go through the the whole drawn out thing, but basically what happened here and well the uh the short story is on August fourth, eighteen ninety two, Mr. and Mrs. Borden were found brutally murdered in this house with what with what was to believe, uh, believed to be a hatchet. The only person ever brought to trial for the crime was uh, Mr. Borden's thirty two year old daughter, Lizzie. After almost ten months in prison and after a 13-day trial, she was acquitted of all charges, and her acquittal was on the 20th of June. Wow. The anniversary. You know, I never realized that she was that old. What? I, Lizzie. Oh. 32? Mm-hmm. That's a old. That's what Leanne just said. She was 32 years old. So how and, old is that? That's not that old. No, but I hey, thought no, she was Thank younger. You. I thought, Everyone thinks she was a teenager. I thought, yeah, no, I thought she, she was a teenager. No. No, she was oh. 32, and wow. uh, the case is unsolved to this day. Wow. So, now, do you want to hear what I got on my phone the other day? Uh, I oh. think we're going to do that after the break because okay. we'll keep people hanging on. But <laughs> you you actually got something really interesting in your phone, which we're going to talk about. So I'm, I'm really excited. And it's never been aired before? No. Ha-ha, no. spooky South Coast, we got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Matt's listened to it. Oh, no. <laughs> don't oh, count. Wow. Don't count. Well, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find out what it says. I'm trying oh. to find out what it says. <laughs> but that's good. No, we, we know the guys at Spooky So Close. Yeah. They're a great, got a great show, and we love them. We do. Yeah. So anyways, uh, they've been on our show before, and we... Well, yes. Have you been on this? No, Mike has. Oh, I have. From my group. So you, well. Oh, you have? Of course I have. Oh, I went all the way on the studio. I was supposed to be on, but the date wouldn't work, so Mike went in my place. So. And the rest is history. As they say. <laughs> anyway. And loses out again. No. <laughs> so, um, the, what pe- most people don't know is Lizzie Borden actually left this house. After her acquittal, her sister Emma continued to live here during the trial, and after the acquittal, she and her sister Emma took their very, um, very abundant inheritance and bought a much larger house about a half a mile from here up in the Highlands. Oh, wow. Hmm. Lizzie spent her entire life here in Fall River, about a half a mile from the murder scene. Wow. And so there you go. But most people don't know that. In fact, I've actually seen the other house. Have you been in it? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's privately owned, right? It is. I've right. been in it three times, though, but it's a beautiful really? house. Mm-hmm. So would you get like a primo guest pass or something? <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask very nicely. Did you? And they were nice? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I guess they don't like people gawking at the house. I don't think they would. They do every day, though. Yeah. I know. Anything going on over there at that house? Nobody that knows. That they mentioned? Oh. No, he won't say anything. Oh, I bet. Yes, there is. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and and in fact, Lizzie is not buried too far away, is she? I'm no. kind of confused because I'm in Fall River and I don't come here every four She's years. <laughs> even about a half a mile from here, the entire family is buried at Oak Grove Cemetery. And when you go through the main arch, there are, in Bear to the Left, there are arrows pointing you to the family grave markers. Actually. I actually have pictures of them. Who? The Borden's graves. Oh, the graves. I yes. thought you were saying them. No, not them, them personally, Ron. Did you dig them up or something? Uh, I don't yeah. know. What the... Stuck out there with my little shovel. I don't doubt it. You hang, I'm, <laughs> honestly, probably not really in Honestly, there. you hang around the graveyards way too much. Uh, I, I'm yeah, beginning I to wonder. Time. Necrophiliac or something. I don't, I don't know. know. Come on. Remember nice. that story last week about the mummy? Yeah, I don't want to hear that again. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> mummy? Right. Oh, yeah. I think mummy was the daddy. Beats the mummy, oh, we're almost on break. We, have, yes, well, we, well, we got a couple more seconds. There was a mummy that was a daddy. You didn't know that one? No. Oh, Here we go. Oh, Mikey is it break, says time? It's break time? Oh, that's a shame. Okay, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann and Ron. And Lee, our very special guest is Leanne from the Lizzie Borden House. And we'll be right back after the following messages on Tojinet, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. The American Rock and Roll Countdown with Alex Price. Now this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official classic hits countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Kirk Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswald is the creator of the Rockstar System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from their competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDeswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Tugginet.com. And we are back. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ian. And we're at the Lizzie Borden House in Fall River, Massachusetts tonight. And Ann is where she belongs at my feet. Ah. Okay, now he has two women. Ow. Thanks, Ron. Not a problem. He has two women blocking my punches. <laughs> and uh, joining us right now is... Uh... Liz Nowicki. Nowicki? Nowicki, yes. I'm not even going to try. What oh, nationality is Nowicki? It's oh, Polish. I know that. I'm, I'm not Polish. Polish. That's my not husband's. Polish. Oh, you are? Okay. Yes. Jeez. Here we go. <laughs> Anyways, um, just before the break, we mentioned about this evil phone call. I mean, I didn't say evil. Did I say evil? I didn't hear you say evil. Okay, good. Uh, this phone call that that Leanne received, and, and the interesting thing about it was the numbers. Were, what was the numbers on it? I didn't receive it. One of my house guests well, received it. Oh, yeah. Why don't we actually tell the story? <laughs> that would help, wouldn't it? Right. Well, uh, I had four guests in the house just a couple of weeks ago, and I was out in my office doing something. And at 12.55 a.m., Oh. And the house phone rings, and it says Lizzie Borden is calling me on the house phone. Now, that's not unusual because sometimes that guest will pick up the house phone and call me out in my office. But the funny thing about this call is it just says Lizzie Borden, not Lizzie Borden B, which if the house phone calls, Ooh. says Lizzie Borden B. How'd you get that on your phone? I took, I picture took of pictures of the house phone with my cell phone. Oh, that's so cool. That's smart. See, I'm learning from you people. See? Yeah. I like that. So that's at 12.55 a.m. And after, and there was nobody on the other end of the phone, about five seconds of silence, and then I just heard, and the phone hangs up. So I said, well, maybe it's time I go in and check on my guest. <laughs> so I came into the house. I shut down the first floor. I looked up the front staircase. Both doors are closed. Okay, the guests are in bed. I head up the back staircase to start shutting those lights off, and I find the two guests from Alaska on the third floor taking photographs. And we're chatting for a little while, and uh, the house phone rings again, which I had in my hand, and that call came in at 1.04 a.m., and it was a guest from the West Coast to make a, um, a reservation. So I went back into my office, took the reservation, watched a movie, and at... 126, the guest calls me and he asked, did you call my cell phone? And I said, no, I did not call your cell phone. Why? He said, because the house phone called me. And I said, well, 
how did the house phone call you? Oh, I don't have it. Hmm. That's a different one. Okay. Um, he said, well, I got a call from the house phone at 1 a.m. And I said, well, at 1 a.m., sta- I was standing on the back ca- staircase talking with you and your girlfriend. Yeah. Wow. And I had the phone in my hand talking to you. Oh, my God. Coincidence? Uh, I think uh, not. Well, I found out later, as they confessed, uh, during the tour, I had told them about the money in Mr. Borden's bedroom. What money? There's some money in his, Mr. Borden's bedroom. People leave it for him. It started because I would find quarters and nickels and dimes on the floor, so I would put it in front of his picture uh, saying, well, you know. Well, yeah, a little alt type thing. <laughs> well, you know, it's yours. I'll give it to you. Yeah. And um, they said, he said, I came back into the house to listen to this phone call he had on his cell phone. He said, I got a very strange message from the house phone. So I came back into the house to listen to it. And I was standing in the Morse room, the John Morse room where they were staying, and I noticed uh, a dollar bill and some change on the end of Mr. Morse's bed. And I said, well, that's an odd place to leave money. He said, well, it, no, it's from Andrew's room. I said, oh, mm. you should probably go put that back and apologize. Oh. <laughs> they took it from the room? They took it from the room to see what would happen. Oh. Oh. And I said, well, now you see what happens, don't you? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is cool. Yeah. But the other call he got wow. on his cell phone, which I, the, even the, um, even the, the phone company couldn't explain, was the area code that came in was 911. And the following number was 666-1870. And then he got a couple of other weird messages on his phone, too. Oh my God. But this is the first time anything's come through over a cell phone or a phone call. 666, isn't that Salem? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I don't know. I but think it is. You want to hear the phone call? Are, we, are you kidding yes. me? <laughs> now, you got to put this towards the, the mic so that we can... Okay, not a problem. Yeah. I The only way I could record the call off of his iPhone was using my iPhone and videoing it. So I'm sorry if it's a little sketchy, but let me see if I can... At 12.49 a.m. on the 6th of June. This first call is actually came in from his brother's Broom cell Jared. phone at um, about 10 of 12. And he thought it was his brother playing a joke on him. And then this is the phone call that came on off of Lizzie's phone. At At 1 a.m. from Lizzie's house phone. And I played it twice because a Harley came into the driveway. Mm. So. Okay, let's try that one again without the Harley pipes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is wicked. Oh, my God. Gosh, that's just wow. wicked strange. She chilled wicked through cool. my body. Oh, I did too. What? I think he's saying, get out of my house. Got chills. <coughs> Ooh, whatever. 
Well, anyway, that's wow. that's what I recorded. You don't think that's cool? Yeah, I think it's cool. I just it's also scary. I just want to know what it says. Thanks. Actually, too bad Jules. Just send it to Mike. Or, or Jim. Jim will Someone can figure it out. Someone will figure it out. But when I went to download it into the computer yeah. off the iPhone, it wouldn't record. It wouldn't download that particular segment. Wow. That's, be honestly, that's not uncommon. Really? Things that, no, things that should occur do not occur or you can't do hmm. when you're dealing with the paranormal sometimes. Stupid things. It's really, it's really nuts. It really is. So anyways, Cat uh, from the chat room said, those are really creepy. Thank goodness it's still light outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the office building alone. <laughs> we love you, Cat. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll be there. If, just scream. I'll be there. She's in Canada. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, okay. Oh, it's going off the. K two just uh, went up to the middle section there. Oh my God! Okay. No, it's oh. kind of sitting there too. What does that mean? That means it's spinning around. Well, it means it's just definitely disturbance in the electromagnetic field. Uh, we've definitely have an increase in EMF. So. And what do you think? That's amazing. We have, we have, a, we, we have a medium here now. Yeah. We don't even have to worry. There you go. We're and not alone. <laughs> it's funny that it did that just as I'm changing tapes. Mm -hmm. Really? Don't you think? It's not my laptop that's uh, messing that up, is it? No. Because I plunked it down right next to it. No, because it did that before that. Wow. Anyway. Okay, Liz. Yeah. Is it Liz? No, Liz Nowick, yes. Liz and the Liz Gordon, wasn't that weird? Huh? Yeah. People Ironic. call me Lizzie sometimes. So, like, nope. how long have you been working with with Leanne? Actually, with Leanne, right? I've been here for about five years now. Mm -hmm. Just happened to stroll in one day and started talking to Leanne. And yes, and it was the day that, um, was that the day Mickey Rooney was across the street? Yes, it was. What? <laughs> Mickey, Rooney Mickey Rooney was here and his wife and his children. He alive or dead? Very alive. <laughs> it was I mean, it could happen. I mean, she's yeah. a medium. It could, she could he be wouldn't dead. come in. He's just waving, right? And he was like, I couldn't. We were looking out the window going, yeah, that's Mickey Rooney. And uh, his wife, Jan, came in I, with a, one that's of their really sons. Crazy. And they came in a Lizzie Boyd nose? Yeah, for a tour. Oh, that's so cool. But he wouldn't come in. He stood across the street. Weenie. <laughs> anyway. I don't think he was feeling that well that day. So, so you guys met and, and you introduced yourself and... Mm -hmm. You told, were you a medium at that time? Yes, I was. Okay. I do private readings, and mm -hmm. I came in. Um, so I don't know what. I just felt like I had to come in on that day, mm -hmm. and I kept saying, "Oh, I don't have time." And I walked in, and I started talking to Leanne, and I started reading the house, and I was getting all kinds of impressions. And I'm like, "The rest is history." <laughs> and I just told her, "I think I'm going to be doing seances in the house." Is that how it was, or something like mm -hmm. that, or really in readings, and then. It took off from there, so it's very popular here. So, what what do you actually do here? I know that you're medium, but I do um, seances uh, for the guests who come mm -hmm. over. When you say a seance, what are we talking about? Communication hold, with hold the spirit. Your hand type no, of no holding hands unless you want to. Uh, we go right in the room and <laughs> Sorry about that. we sit around the table, and um, I call all the spirits of the house 
Um, sometimes we draw loved ones who come through, sometimes not. But we concentrate on um, the boardens or whoever's here and make contact with them for the guests. Nice. And uh, we do get a lot of things happening. Um, All right, so I'm going to go back to the seance when you make contact with them. Now, how do they talk to through, through you? They talk through me. Yeah. Um, they communicate either through tapping, um, oh, cool. through touching the guests, um, cold spots, unbelievable, banging. We've had doors opening and closing, knocking on the walls, um, anything, you name it. We've had people run out of here. <laughs> terrified <laughs> and never, yeah. yes, really? yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. yes, terrified. Poor, poor um, Raphael. Raphael, if you can hear us, come back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he will never come back. Um, really? He was terrified. He got picked on all night. Oh. So. By the guest or by, by the, the ghost, Mr. By Borden. both, actually, his girlfriend, his two friends, and the and whatever was picking on him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, he was terrified. Wow, but, um, he really got beat up. Mm. He did. Um, wow. Since the moment he walked into the minute he left, um, he was picked on. Apparently, the spirits didn't care for him. <laughs> wow. Or yeah, I don't know why he was a nice guy. Um, Maybe you reminded him of somebody. The you mean Raphael reminded? Could be. We don't know. Wow. He didn't look like me, did he? <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He um, looked like Ron. The spirits wanted to kick his butt. <laughs> um, guests get to ask questions, and um, they get to um, get responses, and they really like it. So, so do you do table tipping? Well, the table tipping or? comes natural. I mean, if I, we sit there with our hands, the table's going to start rocking by the energy of the spirits. Okay. Um, and sometimes it ends up on them, and we hold it back. And it depends on the energy of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's good. Very cool. Yeah. I've never done that. They're welcome well, to watch later. They're welcome to come and watch. The um, yeah. We mm -hmm. uh, awesome. yeah. We do it after the um the tour. We did a, a paranormal. I do a paranormal study group every month at Circles of Wisdom, and I had a couple of young ladies came in and did table mm -hmm. tilting, chipping, twirling, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, that was the first time I was introduced to it. So we went down to Rose Island uh, Lighthouse. Uh, I think it's in Rhode Island, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we did that. We did the tables. It was three of us and a little table. And yeah, yeah. So at the very end of the night, we went up in the keepers where I was staying, the keepers place. And there was a huge oak table. It was four and a half, five feet across, thick oak, double pedestal. It was heavy as a bug that moved and we set it up. We had about uh, six or seven of us on the table. We just put our Fingers lightly on top Finger of tip, it, yeah. yeah, like that, and that thing was rocking and rolling mm -hmm. and twisting and turning. <laughs> oh, yeah. This was a huge table, and you know, there were some of the people that were on that table didn't really believe in this stuff at all. And that thing, I I was shocked at because I didn't think we were going to be able to do anything with it, but that thing was going, choo, 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 and it finally jumped up in the air and slammed down Absolutely. when it was all over, and. But Absolutely. it had moved so much that all the joints had loosened up on it. Yeah, oh. sounds like my dining room table right now. Probably. <laughs> I've done it in that dining room table with about 14 people behind me, and that thing moved about two feet, and it went back, and it kept rocking and rocking. I broke a table on the hand, and oh. uh, broke more than about a couple of tables. Really? I won't go yeah. in there any longer because, well, I've been pinned up to the wall a couple of times yeah. by oh, this big God. table, and I just... 
I said, okay, we're done. Let's yeah. move. So I safely do it in there in the round table in the murder room. So, or wherever the guests take me. get like a card table. <laughs> no, yeah, this table's no. safe. They're smaller and mm-hmm. I have it under control. Like, oh, I hold wow. it down if it moves too much. <laughs> it was funny. We were doing a little one there at the Rose Island and it kept going to Jeremy and and he says, don't hurt me. <laughs> Happens all the time here. Yeah. <laughs> It'll point to a guest and they'll be like, what? And I'll be like, oh. have a question? And they're like, no. No. <laughs> or they're too frightened. No, no, don't ask. I mean, that's... So what was perhaps... I mean, the phone call was absolutely stunning. And in fact, we talked about the numbers being 666 on it. And... Uh, what was the one? It was six 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 six. That one, I, I went online and tried to look at to, to find, to find numbers. Yeah, good, very good. Um, you are talking like a ghost hunter see, now. I'm learning from yeah. you guys. Uh, I went online. The six 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 one, um, it came up online as a possible prank number. Uh, okay. But that doesn't explain the nine one one six 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 eighteen seventy or nine one one. You're not going to. It's not. Or the number yeah. coming from Can't my happen. house phone. Can't happen. Can't happen. There was no way that could have happened. Right. right. And even when you have the different caller ID, actually, uh, I, I know a gentleman from the UK who is uh, by the name of Cal Cooper. He's doing a, a lot of work on phone calls from the dead. So I would love him to uh, uh, talk to you about, especially the phone call you get. Yeah, love to talk to oh, him. Sweet, yeah, well, set that up. But anyways, um, so other than the, the the phone call, I mean, what what do you think was the most remarkable thing that happened to you since you came here? Yeah, I've had a. It's, I know you've had a few things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the rocking chair moved on me in Bridget's room one night while I was sleeping alone in the house. Uh, a funny story. A couple of years ago. <laughs> I, um, we were in the middle of day tours and Kathleen, one of my tour guides was just finishing up a tour. She was in the side hallway off the kitchen and I was coming down the stairs with a basket of laundry. And I hear Kathleen say, well, here's the owner. Now you can ask her exactly what you asked me. And the conversation between she and the guests was they wanted to go down to the basement. And Kathleen had told them, I'm sorry, we don't take guests down to the basement during the day tours. Oh. There's not enough time. Right. Okay. And so I said the same thing to her. Now, the, the basement door was wide open because I was heading down there with the laundry basket. And uh, Kathleen was standing at one end of the hallway. The guest the guest was in just right by the door, and I was just beyond the guest by the side door leading outside. And... She says, well, can I just go down there for a minute? I'm saying, sorry, you know, I'm, I'm really busy right now, and I, I don't have time to to do this. Uh, I've got to finish making three more beds. Yeah. And, um, Woman's work is never done. Huh? <laughs> yeah. All the answers. <laughs> and she said something under her breath, and just as she said it, that basement door slammed shut. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> so there. And Kathleen, without missing a beat, opens the door and says, Sorry, mm-hmm. and looks at her and said, "I guess somebody else doesn't want you down there today." Either. Wow! And she nearly tripped over the railing going out the side. <laughs> <laughs> that is a cool story. Request denied. <laughs> <laughs> no, the no. And then she left, and Kathleen and I just looked at each other very calmly and went, oh, <laughs> "Did you see that? How cool is that?" <laughs> Try not to. <laughs> so, 
uh, Liz. Liz, yeah. Yeah, Liz. Now, have you ever been, uh, I know you deal with spirits a lot, have you ever been uncomfortable with the spirits? I, um, well, not uncomfortable. Um, that time when we had the seance here and it was a large group, when it was um, out of control a little bit, I didn't. I, I mean, when the table was pinning me up against the wall, right. that was about it. I'm I'm very comfortable with the spirits. Um, I've never the ghosts. Well, yeah, they they're, they're people without bodies. They are, and I tell all the guests that don't be frightened of them. They're they're people. They just don't have a physical body, and um, talk to them and communicate them like they're real people. There you go. And I get good responses from them. So. And a uh, question from my chat room says, Leanne, have you ever seen any apparitions in the house? I. That's from your buddies up at the uh, Collingwood. Oh. Ah, someplace I definitely have to visit. The one and only Dark Shadows Inn in America. Ah. We have an invitation. You can go with us. I would love to. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I have seen. I have seen movement out of the corner of my eye. I've seen shadows. Uh, that shouldn't be there. But uh, as far as a full-on apparition, uh, no. Not that I think I have. <laughs> Maybe when I'm slightly blurry-eyed well, at 4 a.m. when I'm going. You saw that dark shadow going up the yeah. stairs. That was pretty right. close to the... But it wasn't a full... Uh, I can't say it was a full body or a, um, a misty sort of thing. Yeah, no. So, But I've seen a lot of shadows Look, and I've seen a lot of things out of shadows. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Thank I'm you. trying to help Thank you, you. Yeah, I think that qualifies for me. I just seen About that time in the bedroom stuff. when Mrs. Borden got too close to you. Oh, no. Well, I didn't see anything. Oh, I just got knocked to the floor. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Huh? Yeah. And you didn't find that as one of the more remarkable <laughs> things that happened to you at the house? I, 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 I got knocked to the floor. No, that was uh, that wasn't the most remarkable. No, it was the time they slammed the door. I don't want to scare guests away. <laughs> no, but that's. I I, end, I was changing the bed in Mrs. Borden's bedroom, the the John Morse room. Mm-hmm. We keep calling it Mrs. Borden's bedroom, but it wasn't. It was we call it the John Morse guest room. And I was making the bed, and uh, yeah, I'm some, some something punched. It felt like something punched me in the middle of the stomach. Ooh. I lost my breath. I hit the floor. Before I even hit the floor, I was sobbing. Oh, my God. And uh, my first thought was grief, just overwhelming sadness and grief. Yeah. And I crawled out of the room and called one of my employees. And you know, she said, what happened? What happened? And I said, uh, just come over. And she's like, Get to, I'll be right there. She gets over the phone and says, I'm not going. She calls Eleanor's husband, who <laughs> came right over. <laughs> and even, even Ed said that day something was off in the house. He felt it, too. Uh. And uh, yeah. actually, I have I, I do want Eleanor's story because she has a really cool story to have. So, Eleanor, get your butt over here, please. <laughs> you can sit right where I'm sitting. Oh, okay. Like, we're running out of time, and I want to Musical make the story in. Okay. The story right. of the yep. stool. Absolutely. Introduce yourself and then yak away. Hi, my name is Eleanor Tebow, and I'm a evening tool guide. Um, this was about a month ago. Ben, who was also a tour guide, he and I were in the kitchen. We were talking, and the day tours had already left. And we heard this noise coming down the back staircase of rubbing against the wall. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I said, Did you hear that? And he said, Yes. 
And we continued to, to, to talk, and uh, we heard it again. So then we came into the sitting room, and we sat in the parlor. We came into the parlor, and we sat down, and and uh, we was we were talking, and then we heard the same sound coming down the front staircase, like someone's rubbing up against the wall as they're coming down the stairs. And we're just looking at one another, like, spooked out. And then he went into the kitchen, and I... Uh, was adjusting the television, and I put the piano stool up against the wall right near the television and uh, turned to adjust the television, and as I did, the piano stool moved forward, fell over, and the, the leg broke off, and that's when I proceeded to scream. <laughs> right in front of me, I see this piano stool moving. <laughs> that wow. was creepy. Now, wow. you were, I mean, you've had experiences. Oh, I've had, had over here, yes, but. I've had many, many experiences in this house. I've been here a long time. And okay, that one thing I know, I know we're running out of time on this thing. Yep, seven fifty-two. Oh yes. Um, how can people get in touch with you, Leanne, to stay here? Oh, uh, they can call us directly. Our number is five zero eight six seven five seven three three three, or they can reach us through our email at info i n f o at lizzie dash borden dot com. And Liz, how about you if they want to get a reading or? Um, if they want to get a reading, they can call me directly on my cell phone. It's 1774 1464 or they can call me here at the Lizzie Borden House. Right. And, and if you want to date with me, you can call me at. <laughs> Don't do it, girls. Don't do it. Oh, damn. It never works. So I, I know we're running out of time. And do anything we want to add in particular that sticks out in either your minds? Um, Leanne? Mm-hmm. Eleanor? Wow. <laughs> Everything yeah. sticks out. It's always an experience it's, here. It is. It's always, never the same. It is. It's always a different a different day, a different experience, a different feeling in the house. Exciting. That's funny, and, and I'm suddenly feeling chilly. I felt cold right drafts here. come right through my shoulder. Yeah, that's how here. you know that. Right here. before that Should went on. Should I take on. the melometer out? And Can you feel it? Put your hand right out, right there. All right. Right before that um, went off, I yeah. saw our spirit, Mr. Borden, right here. Oh, my. And so I felt the cold right That's why I point. I can see them. So do you actually wow. see them? I oh, do, yes. and he's not too happy. Nonetheless, he's not too happy. Never happy. Sorry. Why is she not happy? Well, we're in this parlor, and he doesn't like us in here. I'm not allowed to do readings here. I've been warm here all night, and all of a sudden, I got this little chill. Mm -hmm. That's right, because he's passing by. Absolutely, it feels good to draft him. So, let me ask you this: Who's here at the Lizzie Boyden House? What spirits find? Who wants the Lizzie? The main spirits I've come in contact with are Mr. and Mrs. Borden. Um, and there's a couple other spirits who kind of hang around, but they're the two main characters. Isn't there a, a, a cat spirit? There are cats, yes. Yeah. There is a cat, yes. And prior to us actually having the live cat, uh, I was told yeah. by Martha, the former owner, that we had this ghost okay, cat in the house. Yeah. yeah, I just felt it too. That's kind of neat. No, very strange. I'll be back in, I'll be in my office later, Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave me here alone. But I had someone tell me that we did have cat spirit in the house, including mm-hmm. the former owner. And uh, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a cat person myself. But I had people come into the house, and they would say to me, "You have a cat," and I said, "No, I don't." They said, "I'm allergic to cats. You have a cat." Wow. And this is long before the real cat shows up. What are you talking? 
So oh, yeah. anyway, so, there are black I'm cats sorry. all over the house, and they were here when I bought the house. And just about four years ago, this little black cat shows up on my doorstep, and we've been calling the house cat Max. Max. And his mm-hmm. and I find out from the neighbors that little black cat's name is Max. Wow. There you go. Yes, I think we're done. So, anyways, actually, we're in the outro right now, so that we're fine. We can wrap it up. Uh, we want to thank Leanne uh, from the Lizzie Boyden House. We want to thank Liz Zoni. No wiki. No wiki. Yes. Thank you. And we're going to want to thank Helena Tebow. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to thank Anne for being with me today. Oh, and a big run. (laughs) So anyways, uh, we're wrapping it up for the Lizzie Boyden House. Uh, Tune in next week when we have Byron Jackson from the UK and another haunted roving reporter thingy that he does. Awesome. Good night, everybody. Good night and God bless. See you next week. Goalies to ghosties, long-legged beasties.